1: hello and welcome back to another edition of the warriors all 82 podcast new york edition Uh, warriors on the road in a msg that had i think something like 1500 2000 fans uh, which was somewhat of a post-game topic Mm -hmm. like Draymond and Steph Curry were like really excited that they were kind of getting trash-talked a little bit by fans for the first time in a while. Steve Kerr mentioned it. Um, I, you don't really feel it on TV, but I guess it was it helped uh, the vibe that, that that fans are somewhat trickling back into the NBA. I
2: hope it wasn't those Atlanta fans courtside. <laughs> that,
1: see, yeah, that's like an uncomfortable <laughs> yep. amount of – uh, you know proximity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of these other places put the tarp up yeah. and like, you know, the closest fan is at least like seven rows up. Yeah, that's
2: what I say. I thought I you know, I thought we'd be able to hear them on the T V and you really didn't. I mean I guess maybe that's a product of all the fake crowd noise that we're used to now. So like if it's not fake crowd noise we really don't pick it up. But um Yeah, I mean maybe the energy was a little bit better. I mean they certainly both teams play with energy. I mean they couldn't make a shot there for a long time but I think they both neither one of them you would say geez, they were kind of moping around in this game. They were they were really going at it. They were playing hard. Uh, and maybe the crowd's part of it and is probably part of it for the Warriors. The the two last two losses are probably part of it for them, but I, I thought it was an entertaining game except for, you know, they couldn't combine to make a shot there for about 9 minutes in the fourth quarter. That's always I Believe
1: it was like Twelve to three through seven fourth quarter minutes or something like that,
2: and you the Knicks were missing layups too. Like I mean, like it was not uh, yeah good defense. Whatever. These are two teams that are have very good stats defensively, but it also was just awful shooting uh, and playmaking and and all these things. But we, we've seen this before. They've lost to the Knicks before. They've lost ugly to the Knicks. This was yeah, them this coming season. back, yeah, and 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 beating the Knicks and. Guess what, Slater? What the theme of my theme is going to be? This is what 500 teams do. <laughs> you know, they win one, they lose one, they lose two, they win two, they win one, they lose three. You know, oh, I guess they don't lose three. My bad. They only lose two in a row. Uh, this is kind of what you do. You you lose a couple games you should've won, and then you win one in, in an ugly way, and you just keep going. You just plod along, and you get within reach of being decent, which is which is what they are right now.
1: Yeah. I- if if I was to make, take the more optimistic approach though to this podcast, it, they they are discovering stuff that will really benefit them in the coming weeks. Even though they they currently sit two games over five hundred, which is basically where they've sat from you know two months now. They they just fluctuate between two games over five hundred, two games over five hundred. But you have Kelly Oubre who has is becoming a completely different player and, and it's not just because he's streaky from three he's clearly learned the the system much better I mean he had the clinching play tonight is him like sneaking behind the defense on a Steph Curry uh, you know gravity type play and he gets the dunk I mean he's just he just is a lot better than he was in January so you're, you're just better on the wing just because of that the Looney starting lineup was a plus 20 tonight, and before Looney twisted his ankle, they had kind of found that steady lineup to, to stabilize them to start games, which they didn't have in January with Wiseman. Wiseman re- also returns tonight alongside Looney, and I think is discovering this like scoring role off the bench. Uh, I would assume the expectation is every month you're going to get a better James Wiseman. And he, you saw it tonight. The slips that he clearly saw Juan Anderson doing was told for two weeks, three weeks. Hey, you can do that. Then came out and did and it. And he caught and the passes,
2: by the way, except for yes. one, except for the tough one for to Steph. I,
1: I think you know. I'm st- yeah, and that was a fastball. Yeah. I I think his hands are fine. I think it's a brain yeah. thing. It's it's when it's moving too fast. I think that's what we're learning because when he. Does catch the pass? You could see the soft hands. You could see it. I mean, he's a jump shooter as a big. He can move in transition. To me, I don't think it's a hands thing. It's just a, it's just a brain is moving too fast thing, and the game should slow down. I mean, you, like it should slow down every month for him. So anyway, I think he is going to help more and more to actual winning. You know, he's he's a highlight reel every game, and he's also a low light reel at times defensively. But I just think he's he's going to be better. So you're getting better with Ubra on the wing. Your starting lineup should be better to start both halves, which it was great tonight, plus 20. Um, and Wiseman, is, I think, is going to keep helping more. They do need to solve the second unit issue, which we will we can talk about a little later in the podcast. But I think in general, yes, I agree with you. Obviously, we've talked about it all season. They're a mediocre team. They're not a title contender, but they are getting better. They have a path to, I think, jumping a bit more over
2: 500 coming yeah, up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, so So do other teams, uh, but the, the Wiseman part of this is huge. And they did not have him. They did not have Looney. And, and they just, it's just added depth to this rotation and it knocks a couple people out. JTA and Mulder get knocked out. I'm sure Kerr will find minutes for them at some point. But it does make them more formidable just looking at them, just feeling them. Like, you're going to have to deal with centers. And Looney doesn't look like much, but man, he does not give up stuff. Like, and defensively, he clearly clamps it down for them. And when you have Looney and Draymond, you know, guarding at the rim on the back line you're a lot better so I, I agree there you can see an upward trend in this i don't think they're a good team but you can see the path to it and that's more than you know more than you could have said five games ago. there maybe. are yeah.
1: levels to mediocrity yeah. they are you know rising up the rank to me like right now i think they're particularly because portland's injured i think they're in a situation where i think they might be be going past Portland coming Hmm. up. like Portland's been surprising. The Lillards dragged them to a bunch of clutch time wins. Eventually, they're going to get McCollum and Nurkic back, which will change the scenario for them. But Portland's lost a few in a row. Like Right now, head-to-head, I'd probably think the Warriors are just trending a little bit better in Portland. There are those type of teams, those middle-tier West teams that – I think they have a chance to advance a little bit beyond maybe to like 60.
2: Yeah, there's kind of a hard ceiling for them in the West, but there's also places for them to move. And I'll just say, I'm looking at the big pictures. I mean, they can move into losing their first-round draft pick, too. <laughs> I mean, that's actually not that hard for them to do at this point. Uh, if, you know, they go on a five-game winning streak, they're going to move into, like, the ninth place overall, and they would lose their first-round pick. They would still be looking at Minnesota's pick, but theirs is one, protected 1 through 20, and they are looking at that, you know, given the, the mess ahead of them. But, they, you know, again, there might be a bunch of teams that take off, too. There, there are more good teams there. Uh, that easy, Dallas. Could go, they could easily De- yeah, Dallas, Indiana. I mean, they're Boston. There are teams there that could just take off. Miami, uh, we shall see. But um,
1: yeah. Toronto is right. Toronto, now, Toronto though, absolutely. Toronto like, these are
2: teams true. that should be ahead of the Warriors, right? They absolutely should be ahead of the Warriors, and, and may end up ahead of the Warriors. But you know, the Warriors are in that world, are in that conversation. And if Wiseman, I thought Wiseman like looked like he'd been soaking it up. He, like he, he wasn't hyper aggressive on defense. He would look kind of look like Looney, by the way, like just kind of moving his feet, shuffling around, not over committing to stuff, then challenging. We had to tell him. he wasn't incredible at it, but he like was more subtle in his defensive rotation. He
1: had a bad goaltend, but yeah, well, you that's know, that's one you kind of
2: just do, do for effect. You're you're up there, I'm going to block it no matter what. But um I just thought he was under control and for them under control plus as you say the two highlight so he's going to give you every game if you play him 14, 16 minutes. That that changes them. It changes the way you look at them. Again, you may you might not want him playing too often with Steph, but a little bit is good. And then maybe you, you sneak it. They got him to close the first half, which I was a little surprised about that. Uh, not not going back to Looney there or not closing with Draymond, but then you know, at the end of the game, it's Looney. These are just uh, interesting combinations that we're seeing in, in Kerr likes having combinations, and he just didn't have any. You know, he was playing Juan Scott kind of Anderson because he had to at center, basically. Now he's a luxury piece. You kind of plug him in where you want to plug him. So, uh, by the way, does that count? That counts as a game, right? It counts as a game against his two-way. Right? Yeah, know? he was active. Yeah, yeah so it's not active. like any Which... you know, they're, where, they're, where they're saving time. Not that they have to. I, mean, I know they don't have to, but I was just curious. Like, not playing him doesn't mean that he, he the game doesn't count.
1: Yeah, no, nah, they're... Uh... By the time that they're going to have to make a decision on him, they'll have already known what decision they're making. You know, whether that's Smiley Gage, you know, Mulder. Mulder, by the time we're talking, Mulder's contract – by the time people are listening, Mulder's contract will either be guaranteed or or not. Same with Damian Lee. I mean, nobody expects Damian Lee to get cut, obviously. But contracts guaranteed for for the season tomorrow. You have to waive them before then. So – What's it? You know, you. I think Wiseman's going to close most first halves. I'm starting to get that yep. feeling because they know they need to get him more minutes. You know, f- he, he plays 16 tonight. By the way, scores 14 points yep. in 16 minutes. Yep. It's per 36. Just pure scoring numbers. He's kind of just this like boost scorer um, as a dunker, but. I think that, like, you know, LaMelo Ball is getting near 30. Anthony Edwards on a bad Timberwolves team. You know, he's super inefficient. He's not necessarily contributing to – well, he's not contributing to winning. They don't win. Minnesota doesn't. But they're making sure to get him, you know, 28 minutes a game. And the Warriors can't just hand James Wiseman 28 minutes a game like Minnesota can with Anthony Edwards. But they do need to find more minutes for him. And I do think the end of the first half when you're not in frantic mode – you can give him that time, and then if he can earn the real closing yeah. time, or hey, look, you're you're either getting blown out and you blow a team out, he gets a bunch yeah. of mop up duty. But the, those are the I I think he's going to be a pretty regular first half. I can see that because yeah. stakes aren't as high yeah, and it,
2: it gets him an extra five minutes, you know, and that's that's beneficial for him. We know Steve Kerr; he's not going to want to close with James Wiseman. That's just a close game. It's going to be Kevon Looney, or it's going to be Draymond Green, or it's going to be them together. Uh, it's not gonna be James Wiseman, uh, but maybe yeah, if he plays really well for a bunch of games in a row, maybe they take a look at him to close the game. And one thing that he, again, he said he can score like he, the ball goes in the basket. Uh, maybe not with a jump shot, but sometimes with a jump shot. But if he gets the ball around the rim, the ball's he's gonna throw it down, and they could kind of use that. And it is, it is just, it just you like to go, whoa! They gave it to him on the post. He made a spin and he dunked. Who like? They don't have people like that. They haven't had people like that. I keep saying it over and over again. Like even in the dynasty years, they had one guy who could do that, like one dribble dunk, and that was Kevin Durant. And they, this is somebody who's not Kevin Durant, but he gives them that extra little thing. Maybe it doesn't quite work with Steph and Draymond right now. Maybe it does, but maybe, you know, it's it's a little bit of a push. offensively
1: to me it really works when he's doing the slips the screen and rolls the cuts off ball dunker spot stuff even maybe if he spot up and shot a three once in a while what doesn't i don't think work with the stuff stuff they they shouldn't post him up and and, i do think they do it to just try hey you know coming out of this timeout you're gonna get a post up to kind of get you in rhythm i understand that i mean the thunder used to post up Kendrick Perkins to start every <laughs> game just because they thought it would like get his brain going. But that's, and this could get into the second unit discussion. He could be doing some of that right. at the start of the second and fourth yes. quarters because it's not like there's, you know, screaming out offensively right now. Now that's the pool discussion that we had on the last podcast. We don't need to go too far down that road, but that's where I think he could explore yep. some of the other What's, you know creative stuff. What do you think about
2: the Looney Pascal uh, front court in the, in the fourth quarter, by the way? That was the adjustment. It's, that was the adjustment after the second unit did not play very well in the second quarter. So Kirk tinkers with it, takes Damian Lee out, who is not playing well, by the way. Uh no. and goes with Kavon Looney and so moves Pascal to the four. And what did you think about that one?
1: It didn't work. <laughs> I mean, because the problem is offense for that team, you know unit. It's not like they need a smart defender out there. No, they defend well. It's why it was they played four minutes together and it was four to one. <laughs> That was the uh, – and then they brought Curry back in at the eight-minute mark, which, by the way, chasing a win, Steve yeah, there Curry. You right
2: there you go. I called that one, uh, by the way. I called that one.
1: Yeah, you did. I know you tweeted it going <laughs> into the timeout. But Looney and Pascal aren't a very good fit together. And I'm not saying Wiseman and Pascal would be either. They do need to try to discover if Eric Pascal can be a four in this league because, come on, I mean, like long-term, this guy's not just a center now. And if he is, like, you know, how, how's he really going to – Get much on the floor. He's not Draymond Green necessarily. Nope. So they need to figure out if he's a four. And I do like him more of a four next to Wiseman if you want to try that. But, you know, Looney goes out there, then suddenly you got Looney, Pascal, Wanamaker, yep. Bazemore. Yep. Like, you're just, you're not scoring. The Knicks are a very good defensive team. You know, top five in the league right now with Thibodeau. And when you're playing a team as well coached and disciplined as that team with that lack of offensive punch, you're going to score one point in four minutes.
2: Haskell needs to, if he's going to play the four, he needs to be playing with a shooting five like a space five has to, because he's not going to do it. You know, he wants to just get his head down and drive to the basket. And his shot is off when, you know, recently and, you know, we all know what I think about that. You know, the scissor kick, it's just, it's not a consistent, you know, what the coaches think about the scissor kick. It's just not a way to be consistent. And we're seeing it being consistent. If he's going to be the four, I think it's going to be, yeah, it has to be, with, I mean, we can des- redesign that whole second unit. Wiseman, Pascal, Wiggins, Poole, and Slat. you know, Mulder, Lee, Baysmore. You know, yeah, probably Basemore I like Baysmore you know, just for the defense. If you redesign that second league. unit, that's what it will look like. If you're up to you know Slater and Kawakami, we'll pass it along to Steve Kerr. I'm sure he's dying to hear. But I just don't know that Looney plus Pascal is ever going to work out as as doing anything offensively. Just because the defense doesn't have to worry about much with those guys. You know, Pascal might drive, but if you have if you put a tall guy on him, he's not going up and over Nerlens Noel. And then you've got a bunch of guys who aren't, you know, you know, want to make or can't make a shot. That, that second unit <laughs> that's going to have some issues offensively, and unless PJ Washington is on the court, then it's going to be great. Uh, but guess what? PJ Washington will be on the court <laughs> Friday. Right. There you go. Or go second, you with second unit with that one. Uh, but uh, against the other teams, uh, it might be uh, they're going to they're going to have to take a look at some stuff. And they're going to have to mix and match. And, you know, you know, we can all say it, Wiggins has to be the guy on that unit. But I just don't think you can ever say, Andrew Wiggins, go get four buckets. I don't think you can ever say that. You might get it. You might not. You can't just say, go get it. That's just not who he is. He's just not the, you know, he's not the rev up the engine and go get him. He's just not that guy. So even if you're hoping that's your offense, Sometimes it just won't be there. What did he do on that four minute stretch? Nothing. What was that? Like he just threw the ball away, dribbling down the court that one time? He had a kind of a weird game. Yeah, I just thought, like, there's some weird things. I I just say, you just have to, like, like like they say they're doing. You just, okay, Andrew, just play well. It doesn't, we don't need you to do anything. Just do everything sort of well, defend your man. And then once in a while, you're going to come out and hit a nice elbow jumper, and then you're going to go to the rim. uh, And that's it. And, you just can't say go get points he's just never going to do that it's got to come within the framework of, of everything and there you go and so then you have a, a second unit that is going to struggle but hey you know what they didn't get destroyed so much they, they didn't they just didn't look good because they played some deep because of nick struggle and you sub steph curry in at the eight-minute mark with raymond green and the warriors pull it out and like, that's what they have to do you know they just have to like make do with what they've got, and then maybe Steph and, and the first unit and Oubre and all that uh, can can kind of, you know, turn it up in the last seven, eight minutes, six minutes, and you're going to beat the Knicks if you do that. Uh, you're not going to beat a ton of teams, might not win the next one, but this is this is the formula to be a decent team. This is how they can get to the seventh seed, sixth seed. Yeah, I've met- not, They're not getting to the 4-5, but they can get there. You know, they could win. You know, again, it's all thrown off by the 72-game schedule. But in an 82-game schedule, this could be like a 48-win team. And that's not terrible, having lost no, Blake Thompson, not. having lost everything they've lost. So, that, there, yeah, there is positivity out of this. We'll
1: be right back after a quick word from our sponsors.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone?
1: I've made the pool over Wanamaker argument for the second unit on the, on the website, on podcasts, but the Wiseman part of this, even if before Pool gets back, that would solve your minute issue with him too. Yeah. Now he would basically not be able to close halves then, because you're going to play them, him the final six of the first and the final six of the third, and then also the first, you know, five or six of, of the second and fourth. And you don't want to just, you know, take him the final – you know, yeah. basically the last eighteen yeah. minutes of each half. But if you tell him go play with Steph and Draymond, do your kind of just like slashing slipping, rim running, rebounding game for the first six minutes, get in a rhythm, then at the start of the second quarter, you are going to get some post-ups. You are going to be spotting up for three next to Eric Paschal, and and yes, let some threes go in that unit. You know, again, th- that would pretty much guarantee him 11 to 12 minutes a half, which would get him in the 22-24 minute range every game. That's, I mean, if you put him in that unit instead of Looney, they're going to score more. Yep. Now, they're probably going to defend a little bit worse but like looney does not fit that unit no, so no. i could see that change coming pretty soon honestly and then the addition to that i think would be the pool yep uh and that's like all-star break range yep yeah
2: and he pulled up did another had another good game tonight right i i just saw the stats
1: uh he had like 10 turnovers okay. <laughs> i think he went like 29 <laughs> that's like, points that's yeah uh, yeah 12 yeah. rebounds yeah like, yeah he, had he his turnovers have been bad there i mu- i mu- must say that but I mean, you know, talk about exploring yourself. He's definitely trying some creative.
2: Kurt wouldn't mind that. Come on. He wouldn't mind some backup point guard averaging five turnovers a game. That wouldn't be bad at all. Uh, We'll we'll have to see. But um, I, I definitely, just to get really nerdy on the rotation, I bet you what you, they would do if they do this, Wiseman plays four minutes in the first and third quarters. Take him out for the last two, then get him back in there and just start the second and fourth. So he has a little bit of rest. So if you want to go deep with him in the quarter, you can, and you're not worried about him playing 20 straight minutes. There you go. There's my Kawakami nerd uh, rotation thing. That's that's what Kerr has done sometimes in the past too. So.
1: All right. Well, uh, Ubre should be. Yeah, I, I, I let off my article yeah. with him. He had he sealed the game, like I said, with the smart little off. Ball. And that wasn't his only yeah.
2: cut like that. I man. he did it like no. three or four no. times in the game, which is unbelievable. And he wasn't doing it, it at all in the first three weeks of the season.
1: No. And, you know, they, they they call ATOs for him now. He's like learning, you know, Steph will backstream for him. He's getting out of the oops like he's just much better. Player within this warrior system now, but also on the other end, he strips
2: Julius Randle. That was a pretty ridiculous play. Like, give me the ball. I'm taking. And then it from it, you me. see
1: he kind of like fake like yes. he was handing it back yes. to him too. Yes. He is a, he is a celebrator. <laughs> so he, he's just he's just had a really yep. good month. I mean, like the, he's probably been a top forty, top fifty NBA player in February. Yep. I mean, because he's near he's he's high forties, mid forties from three he's um you know slashing he's gonna get you 18 19 a game and this is the Warriors now have the fourth best defensive rating in basketball so they're a very good defense and a, a large part of that is their wing is their perimeter wing defense and that's Wiggins who's having a very steady year defensively and it's Ubre, who's who's maybe not as nightly like reliable but he's disruptive he believe he has 27 blocks 38 steals and I think he's one of six players in the NBA with that many of both like he just does stuff so he's a good defender on a good defense like that's very relevant to his career really. no
2: question and it helps them do a lot of different things defensively you know Steph can get a different assignment it's the stuff that Clay did like you know you can go get somebody that they want to keep away from Steph he can go bother the ball He can, you know, he's, he defends, you know, what, 84 feet a ton of the time and tires them out. There's just things that he can do that they, they like to have. And and that's all a credit to him. Uh, And he's like, he's kind of the definition of this curve, right? a top 10 defense and top 10 pace or whatever the hell that was. Uh, Kelly Oubre can play in, in, in transition. I mean, that is like, there is that guy can finish. And he can ca- create the break too with with a deflection and, and a ball bouncing around. and He'll go take off on the wing. These are these are who they wanted to be at the beginning of the season. As Marcus tweeted, like this is who I thought Ubre was, and you know I wasn't quite sure what he was. But I thought he was going to be better than what we saw in the first month, and now he's maybe like better than you even thought he was going to be at the beginning of the season. This is all kind of the way it, you know. NBA players the, kind of work, shot. Into, work into a season, but uh, he's good. He's a good player for them. He works with Steph and Draymond. He's back-cutting. Uh, he's somebody the defenses have to account for now. I still don't think they mind him firing up a three here and there, but he's making them, so that's all, that's all good. And it's just another good player on a team that really needs him, especially on the wings.
1: The shot will cool down, but he's – I think has enough of now institutional knowledge where he I'm not going to guarantee he's not going to have one of those like mega destructive games because I'm sure there will be a 1 of 11 game at some point in in the near future but I just don't think he's going to kill them on an every other game basis. Suddenly, you know, I don't think come March it's like, oh, he's cold from three. Well, he's who the Kelly Oubre was in yep. January. I think he could go cold again from three, and he'll just be a better player for them while being cold. Which lends the question, you know, trade deadline is in March. He has this unrestricted free agency coming up, but they do have him on this. You know, they have his bird rights, fourteen million that he's coming off. He looks like he could be a nice fit on this team next year yep. with, with Clay Thompson around. Now that would require Joe Lacob to pay big tax money again and again and again as they go into to repeater tax, but also presumably get fans back in Chase Center. I mean, we don't know if Joe Lacob is willing to do that, but it would make sense from a team building standpoint.
2: Yeah, I mean. Some another guy you can throw defensively at somebody they love that that's you know kind of a feature of the dynasty years if it wasn't Clay Thompson it was if it wasn't a it was Livingston if it wasn't Livingston it was Draymond I mean these are things that really good teams have and he could be part of that now it's what what the price point is going to be it also depends, like if they get the fourth pick and they're taking Jonathan Kaminga maybe that you know they're hoping he's that right you know or at some point he's that. So maybe you don't have him and Ubre, or maybe you have him and Ubre, and you get you know you just line up the wings and he, he...
1: depends on the price tag yeah, and length. Exactly. I mean, I'm not sure you're going here. Hey, Kelly, here's four years, 100 not million, doing that. but <laughs> not doing that. but you know yeah. two years, yeah. 26 million, and I'm look at Ubre's playing so well. That's you know he might play himself out of their price range, but you know you could bring in a like you said a Kumingo, which I don't think would be available for. To them, outside of the the top three, but let's say you bring in a wing who you want to groom, it's still fine having Ubre for a season or two, yep. with you know a tradable contract. Again, if he just leaves an unrestricted free agent, you lose that salary slot too. Yep. So, yeah,
2: you know, but know. Then also, what's his fit? Is he you know he's not going to be in the starting lineup then if if, if, if and when Clay's back. So he's a very six yeah, man to so. me. So then, I mean, on
1: a, on a title team, right? Remember, we're talking about a, yeah this. But then you're it's about no
2: longer $40 dollars. You know, if you include taxes for a six man who. Might go one for thirty from three at any point in yeah. time. You know, that, well, that, that's the issue with that. Um,
1: that's the financial conversation. If we're just purely talking about like only competitive, like if we're only talking about what would help them win a title the most next year, it's using that salary slot. Yeah. But yes, obviously, the the Joe Lake aspect of this. I mean,
2: that's something for him to you know. Or he might say we can that. get somebody else. You know, there's you know.
1: You'd have to – that's when, like, the trade deadline conversation yep. comes, right? Because if he walks in on restricted free agency, you can't slide in anyone else. So unless you sign a trade, but that's a hard cap. That can't really be hard cap. So uh, the last two guys I want to talk to you about. Draymond Green, who had an aggressive first quarter. I think some of that was because he's coming off that embarrassing ejection. Yep. Shot six shots, made a three, was active going to the rim. Then he kind of lost the aggressiveness again in the second quarter. He's passing up short – wide open floaters to try to like pass through traffic. You know, where, number one, where are you at on him? And then two, Steph Curry, 37 points. Come back from, described himself basically as being dizzy. The room was spinning in Charlotte, so they kept him out of that game. Comes back tonight, looks like himself, 37 points.
2: Yeah, and I figured Draymond was come out with energy obviously after the way that last game ended and, and Draymond putting in, you know, waiting a couple days and then putting it on himself, which is fine. Uh, and understanding his status on that team, he had some. You know, he wanted to make sure the younger players knew that he was he was there. He was back. Uh, I think that offensive. I think that shot is gone. I I mean, I don't want to be mean here, but I I don't think that's ever coming back. He hits a three. If he hits one three out of every three, that's thirty-three percent. That's huge for him. I don't think it's going to be that percentage. Probably going to be lower than that. But if you feel like he's going to hit one out of three. That's about, I think, the best you can hope for out of him. He has totally lost that floater. Like, he has no floater. He's airballing floaters. He used to have that, or at least, you know, have a shot at making it. That's really hurt his game because now he passes up three-foot shots. And you could tell, like, they were playing him for the pass. Every time he got in the lane, they were just playing the pass. They weren't playing the shot at all. Like, Derrick Rose just blatantly just jumped the lane when, when Draymond still had the ball. I think you just have to accept that. I think the Warriors have accepted that, that that offense is not coming back. If you get it for a game out of every six, you celebrate it, you probably win, and you move on, and you don't expect it again for for a week. Um, But he can do a lot of other stuff. He was good defensively. He got a couple big rebounds. I think he was a double-double, right, Assists, rebounds tonight, something like that.
1: Yeah, his line. I think he went seven, nine, twelve, okay. three, three. three blocks, three steals. So I mean, it was it was a very good line from yeah, him. Thanks. It's just the thing is he's he's doing all that Draymond stuff, but the it's like kind of coming to a little bit of a breaking point with the offense. No uh, the you know when we talk about how defenses keep selling out, and the, and the more Nick Nurse introduces you know a tweak the more other teams go oh maybe we should try that the more you watch these defenses just completely ignore draymond the more the the more these smart coaches yeah watch film and go oh we should do that too right because these coaches are what are they doing they're watching the last four games of the the next opponent and they're going wow look at how steve clifford played draymond green we should play him like that and yet look at how tom thibodeau did so you know i i and I, again, I thought you saw an adjustment sign, which was, he hes only averaging five shots a game this year, and he had six in the first quarter, and it was like, you know, that works. He went three of six, he had seven points, he was a threat, but then it just offensively, it left him. He still had a great overall game, but I just, it's going to be a continual storyline. Just like the attention St- Steph Curry gets is a continual storyline, the attention Draymond Green doesn't get will be,
2: remain. No That's one of the reasons I've been talking about Wiseman as a, as a starter. Now maybe we've got him in second unit, so we can't be the starter, but Just another scoring option with Draymond, (laughs) because Draymond isn't. And then, you know, Oubre's hot and cold. Wiggins sometimes isn't always there. You you really start narrowing down, like, who can score the ball, even when Steph's on the the floor. And Wiseman would be another option there. Looney is not. Uh, Again, the starting line's been fine. I don't know how good it will be when they run up against really good teams. But... Yeah, the, One of the things with Draymond is it's okay when you have a ton of offense on the floor with him. And that's always been a knock on him. I've always fought back on that, saying defense matters just as much. But when the offense is this bad, when he's, you know when they just aren't guarding him and he can't even finish from three feet or doesn't want to, um, then it gets to, okay, maybe you have to mess around with the, with the rotations just to be able to get other scorers in there with him. Or else, I mean, like could he play with a second unit? Are you kidding me? No way. No, you cannot do that because nobody would guard anybody, right? I mean, he
1: has to play with Steph Curry yes, at this point. Yes. Just, I
2: mean, you saw the Charlotte game. There were points in the
1: Charlotte game where it was like, he doesn't like it might be better if he's not on the floor <laughs> without Jaden. <Steph. laughs> like, Put Tuscana you know, he, Anderson.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's where the Tuscana Anderson thing comes in or just to get somebody who's halfway a threat from three and possibly a slasher who will try to finish. Uh, but. Again, Draymond does all this other stuff. They want it on the floor. Steph's better when Draymond's on the floor. He just is. And they live with it. It's just a matter of now finding the pieces that work around that. But I don't, I, I just think I'm willing to call it. I just don't think the shot's ever coming back. We've seen basically three years of this. Uh, and it's wasn't. at this point. What would
1: coming back even be like? Thirty percent on a few a game. Yep. I mean, right yep. now he's like twenties and, and, and won't even try
2: take to it. try to make the three footer, right? And and like aggressively take instead of just passing it up, like you know, like you know, you're not going to make it, or try to get fouled and get the free throws instead of like I don't want to get fouled because I'm going to miss the free. Like those things seem to be pretty clearly happening in his head right now maybe not wrong maybe he's you know he's going to miss these shots but if they're going to give them to you in an nba offense you kind of need to take them you you kind of need to be a threat so they have to change that defense so maybe Steph has one and a half people defending him instead of two Uh, that's where we're you know again this is down the road maybe when clay thompson comes back it doesn't matter as much probably won't matter as much but I just think this is a reality now. He's—he's, he's, you know, he's been compared to Rodman a lot. He's been compared to Ben Wallace a lot. Uh, one of the reasons why is his offense wasn't that consistent, and, and now it's much more like them that they didn't ever shoot. And Draymond might not ever shoot. Those guys won a lot of games, so they won championships like that. So they're just gonna have to adjust around him. You kind of need Michael Jordan and/or Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Phillips. but they got Steph so i think they can make some adjustments and and and, and go from there but it's they're going to see so much of this specifically with jamon and some of it's going to work because he cannot make shots
1: Okay, um, Warriors face the Pacers on Wednesday night. Uh, pretty good Pacers team. Yeah, I think they're around five hundred right now. But but solid. they got They got talent. All yeah. They got bigs yep. too. Yep. You know, that's a team you really need your centers against with Turner as a bonus. Um, NBA schedule sounds like it will be coming out very soon, potentially even Wednesday, but in the next few days for sure. Or and I mean second got, half of the schedule. Yeah. Um, so uh, look out for that and podcast wise maybe after the Pacers game definitely after the Hornets game LaMelo ball in San Francisco Curry presumably will play as long as he doesn't have a similar issue and Wiseman so you get the second pick third pick Curry uh, we will talk to you then Yep.